celebrating five years on YouTube as your live and interactive Sharks post game show. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday night, January 18th, 2020, and the San Jose Sharks have mercilessly <laughs> hit the All-Star break and their bye week with a 4-1 to Sharks losing to the Vancouver Canucks. This is Teal Town After Dark, your live and interactive Sharks postgame. We do this after every single game, home or away, win or painful painful loss so if you want to be part of the show you can uh, chat with us and follow and fellow sharks fans in our youtube chat on the page or the app you can follow us on the social twitter instagram youtube facebook soundcloud reddit and of course our discord as well and for more sharks content hit us up at tealtownusa.com you are getting a triple broadcast folks you're getting uh Eric Landy and Ian Reed. Um, Ian, I'll start with you. Uh, your initial take uh, after uh, this one tonight. This was, you know, every time you think that the the Sharks can't have a worse game, they they somehow managed to do that, and that was this game. You know, they, uh, you know, they didn't put the sixty minutes in in their last game, um, but at least they showed up to start it. You know, um, this game, they were just, they ghosted for two periods. Like, I mean, they, it wasn't even a game for the first two periods. I mean, the Sharks made it kind of interesting in the third, but not really. Um, like, this, every time, like I said, every time you think this team can't find a new low, they find a new low. Uh, Eric, you wanted to uh, jump on to this uh, last minute. Your initial intake... Um... Uh, of this one as the Sharks hit the All-Star break? I mean, look, it, tonight I think I saw for the first time visibly on camera um, Hurdle stop playing in a play. Um, he, you know, at, at the, I believe it was in the third period, he's behind the net and he gets cross-checked in the back and the entire group looks at him, uh, looks at the ref looking for that call, and the Canucks steal the puck and break out uh, in, a, in a three on two, uh, really good neutral zone kind of press. And Hurdle is still behind the net looking at the ref. He he's just completely takes himself out of the play. And this team is visibly shaken visibly upset and uh, i think insofar as the emotional morale of this team i think it's hit the lowest i've seen it in the year yeah it's uh it's it's a tough one to take uh, going what let's what was the score of the arizona game what was it six three Six three. Six three, yeah. Six three. You had a four nothing shutout to Colorado and then four one to the first place Vancouver Canucks. My goodness. Uh that that's getting 
scored on 14 to 4. Um, you know, even Chris in the chat, uh, this team is done. Um, it unfortunately really feels like that. And I, I, and I, I, uh, I think I said it the other night where the, I think the other night was the first time I really saw that this is not looking good uh, for this team to do any, any sort of comeback or even remotely attempt to, you know, uh, and, and, and give a just, damn of sorts. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally hear you. And, and I feel like, you know, we're seeing some definite comments in the chat. Anthony saying, you know, let's see how you would respond after being cross-checked. Don't point hurdle out saying he gave up. I think my initial take or observation is just that the team is searching for something on plays. That's that's what it seems like. It's it's every time they gain into the zone, they know that it's going to get stripped and it's going to be going the other way. They're they're for it. It's representative in their forecheck. You, you just look at their forecheck and it's it peters out. You know, you you look at their back checks and they're starting to to peter out on their back checks. And this was, you know, the hallmark of a good two way team, a good two way Sharks team. That's how they're their coaches want them to play is that 200 foot style game and they're not they're just not doing it anymore you know and and to me it's frustration i think at this point i think it's that they're so far in the hole they can't get out and they know it so you know i i don't know what else to tell you but you know they're they're searching for something you know they're searching looking for calls they're looking for the play to be given to them. They're looking for the success that they crave and they're not putting the effort and the wherewithal to go and get it. Um, you know, Christine saying, I feel sorry for you guys. What's left to say? You can probably start recycling shows soon. I know. No, because now I'm going to start crapping on next year is what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> oh, no, but... honestly, they'll look at, no, look at, oh, Okay. You, you look at the players that drew into the lineup tonight. Yeah. And if you go onto the Twitter machine and guys that weren't playing. Now, no, I know people are going to be like, oh, well, Melker Carlson was still in the lineup. So, blah, 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 blah. no, look it. You had your Blickfeld tonight. You had your Swimella tonight. And guess what? They couldn't generate more than seven shots in the first two periods of play. Like, anyone who thinks that this is going to be a fast, quick turnaround, how is this going to be a fast, quick turnaround? What is this team showing? That this is going to be a quick fix where you're going to fix the goaltending and everything's going to be fine. Like, no. and I maybe and maybe I'm just you know maybe maybe I'm just being stupid tonight because I'm frustrated. But like, I don't know how anyone could be even remotely optimistic that the Sharks can turn this thing around like as quickly as they think they're going to do. No, and how? That's, and and that's the thing, Ian, is that they were banking on on. Let's be honest, they were banking on three guys to come up from from junior or and for guys to repeat career years and exactly i mean we've beat this god we beat this horse to death like what are you gonna do you're gonna have you know like how how is doug wilson still the gym of this team with how badly this thing has gone off the rails with the contracts that he's signed and i know some people are gonna be like oh well, a lot of teams have these contracts you know what 
I'm doing like I'm working on something. I don't have it all, all the math done and everything worked out yet, but I'm working on a little something to to combat that little narrative because honestly, I'm looking at a lot of other teams. I'm looking at the the long-term contracts they've signed, how many, how much money, and the ages. And the Sharks by far. And again, I'm not I'm not done yet, but from what I've done so far on this, the Sharks by far have the oldest group of players signed to these long-term deals. Everyone else significantly, well, I shouldn't say significantly, but younger. Like this team, you look around the specific division, you look at that Vancouver team tonight, guys coming in, young guys coming in, you know, the the Hughes, the Pedersons, the whatever. What do the Sharks have to going forward for the next, you know, five years, seven years? You have a 30-year-old Couture. You have a 30-something-year-old Mark Edward Vlasic. You have a 34-year-old Brent Burns. All these guys are going to get older. They're still signed long-term. Well, all the other teams in the Pacifics, the, you know, the Vancouver's, like we just said, you look at the Arizona's with the, you know, the the Clayton Kellers and whatnot, and you think LA and Anaheim aren't going to quickly follow suit here with the way that they're playing and how they've bottomed out? Like, it's this isn't going to get better in time. So this is going to get worse. And Doug Wilson, I like I said, if, if Doug Wilson still has a job at the end of the season, I don't even know what you do from there because I don't trust him to clean up the mess he's made. I I I think that that you're right, Ian. I think that look, tonight's game was an indication that the game has passed this team up. I mean, you, you look at the way Vancouver is built, and they're built with young pieces, very speedy forwards, but they also have yeah. some some size. You know, they have some good size. I'm not a big fan of Tyler Myers' game. I never have been, but that's still added size back there, you know? And so for me, you just look at, okay, so what is the structure of our team then going forward? You look at the types of players that they've drafted through the years and, and just in the last you know, in the last two drafts, for instance, it's a hodgepodge of, of what, you know, what their needs are versus like how they have flyers on different teams. You yeah. know, the Sharks used to draft kind of a similar player and at least, you know, they'd have a bunch of that similar player. But now they're taking gambles on different, um, you know, different types of players coming out of junior or college or free agents, you know, uh, unsigned free agents. So. It, to me, there's not really a good idea of where the team is supposed to go. And, you know, I think that that's also showing on, you know, the lack of depth in the in the in the teams. And you know what? I mean, the other thing I wanted to say was this team looked like it got punked tonight. You know, that was a bunch of kids over on Vancouver who were just giving it to the Sharks, didn't care whatsoever about, you know, the respect of a, of a Joe Thornton or a Brent Burns. They're like, no, we're going to show you on the ice with our play. We're going to show you that it's our time now and, and we're ready and we're going to take it to you. And that's what we saw. We saw them got throttled. And here, you know, here's the other thing too. Like, if you, if earlier in the chat, um, Teal Town, which I'm assuming is AJ, you know, was bringing in Dell's quotes from the game, and I thought Dell very, very well summed up what happened tonight. And then you're reading like these other quotes from like Eric Carlson. I'm not trying to pick on Eric Carlson here, because like, again, Eric Carlson is one of six contracts that are going to hammer this team as far as length and age and everything else. Like, but like the just the complete 
almost opposite views of the game. Like, when were you... <sighs> I am angry. Oh, well, while you collect your thoughts, I will make the quotes that, that Del mentioned. Uh, we didn't show up the whole game, and that's what happened. We stopped doing everything that made us successful. I don't know why it changed, but we're back to where we were last month. I mean, these guys are coming out and being very blunt now. Well, no, because read now go to the bottom of the chat and read the comments from Carlson. They're complete, like, these guys aren't even on the same page in their fucking press conferences. No, uh, no, you're 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 absolutely right. It's they've lost, you know. I think that they've lost a little bit of like a sense of reality in in so far as where they're at, you know. And Eric Carlson with the comment here: "We're doing things that are good, but they did things that are better. We chased the what? puck too much. What did you do? Those good? Get seven shots on goal in two periods. That's good. This is this is acceptable NHL hockey now. No, you uh, absolutely have a great point, Ian. I mean, seven shots on goal." Oh. In I know, I know. for for a, for a team that has has a handful of great players, and it's just absolutely ridiculous to see that seven shots on goal through two periods of hockey are going to do that. You know, you got one goal, Barkley Goodrow at seven oh nine in the third period. That's his career high eighth. Congratulations! You're probably one of the few that uh, of this team that have actually you know, played beyond expectations this year. Carlson gets an assist on that, so he's got uh, an eight-game assist streak uh, going into the bye week. Uh, that's pretty much your your highlight of the night. If you're a Sharks fan, uh, that made it 2-1. Um, but to kind of go what you guys were saying earlier, um, to me, this is where th where the 2013 Canucks were. And ironically, we played Vancouver tonight, where this team was had a great uh, veteran core, and it just started to dwindle down. You replaced the coach; the coach didn't do much, and now you're at where the Canucks were in 2014 with Tortorella. And now it's now you're like, what are you gonna do? You don't have a whole lot in in the with the Barracuda. You have maybe some prospects. I mean, I, I'm I'm totally guessing Merkley's going to be an instant call up, you know, next season, which probably oh God, should I hope not. Yeah, which oh, he should. You, you guys, you guys are mad at Eric Carlson and Brent Burns. Yeah, just let's throw fucking Ryan Merkley into the mix and have th three of these guys up and down the lineup. Yeah, yeah you know, if if <sighs> sorry, <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're absolutely right, Ian. And if anything. You know, if if Ryan Merkley, I think he will be he's in his age to go to the NHL, right? I mean, so next I mean next year he'll be uh, AHL NHL eligible, and he could he could stay an overage year if he wanted to, right? I'd have to look. I'm so, uh, but, I, but if I'm Doug Wilson, I have him not be near this right now. So either I, Doug Wilson shouldn't even make that call because he should be gone. <laughs> Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> Just to get caught up, because we do have some super chat donations, we yes. want to thank you for that. Uh, it does go help to support the show and such. We have, and it also made me smile. Yes, uh, just another Randy G. Uh, thank you very much. Ian is my new dad. 
uh, earlier. I'm trying to pull it back up. I forgive this. <laughs> I, we're, I mean, everybody's on a roll tonight, and we want to thank the 105 of you that are watching uh, this. So if you haven't already, by all means, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. You know, hit that bell. That's going to notify you when we do go on the air. Uh, AJ Singh also won't. Whoever replaces DW will be handcuffed by the same contracts. Yeah, I mean, whoever is going to have this is going to have this mess, and that's the but, tough but part. But why I, would I, you and, trust the person to make the mess, clean it up? And not only that, like when my when my when my six year old spills juice on the floor, I don't get him to like grab the you know the nearest like non sufficient thing to wipe it up with and watch it make the mess bigger. I clean it up. No, I mean you're you're exactly right. I think the other thing too, uh, and this this is what got me chuckling was Chris in the in the chat saying the Niners sapped all the winning power from the Sharks and Warriors with some unholy Sith powers. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it, right? But um, no, I think honestly it goes to loyalties and allegiances with a new general manager. Um, you don't have that. Nobody has um, any equity in the organization because he's not tied. Yes, he still has the contracts, but he'll say, okay, you know, Brent Burns, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, you know, trade to one of these teams, then I'll just sit you out, you know, have somebody who is willing to make those tough calls. Guys, I got to say, and, and I don't, I, I know that this seems kind of, Unshark fan of me, but so be it. it. It's time to ask Joe and Patty to hang them up. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think this is now becoming more of a narrative for this team, and and I wonder, you know, if they were winning, then maybe you could you could continue having them, afford the luxury of having those two, kind of be with the team and and still trying to contribute. But in a team that needs to really, really retool and really needs to pull the band-aid off like it, it, it's time I, I i think it's time and as much as that hurts me to say i i love joe thornton i love patrick marlowe you know i i just you can't have two spots in the top nine being taken by over 40 year olds yeah. how how do you move forward how do we it, you know it sucks it's gonna suck to move forward i don't want to you gotta I, rip the band-aid off though i agree it, yeah and I think it was maybe a year too long. You know, I, Joe, you know, God bless him, you know, and, and for how much he wants to play, you know, he was still contributing last year, but I, I just, I don't see it. I, I just, I don't see it, guys. Well, in the thing here, Landy and Ian, of course, and you both of you make great points about ripping the bandaid off. That's the thing is that we don't have anybody to fill that spot. You know, yeah. we've tried Blickfeld. We've tried Gambrell. We've tried Gregor. They've had flashes in the pan, which is great and all, but versus a 40-year-old, and I'll use this term loosely, Sharks legend in Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe. And granted, Patty was just a skosh under 20 goals last year. Joe Thornton had 51 points last season. I mean, you, you wouldn't know that the drop-off would have been that dramatic this year. And, you know, Anthony Sanchez bringing up a point. Here's the question. If our development coaches couldn't develop our prospects, then how the hell do you expect them to coach an NHL team? Never like Richie, Nabby, and Somers as coaches. Now, I'll say this. I think that, I think Nabby's done wonders with Dell. Uh, Jones's <laughs> confidence is just gone. 
um, at this point. Yeah, look, here's the thing. I don't... I don't... It's it's hard, right? Because, like, for for me, like, I don't know. It's like, maybe... I, I think Roy Somers is a guy maybe you could take a shot at. Although, to his credit, I feel like he's always done a good job of making the minor league team play a similar system. Like, he plays the system he's told to play. And so in that respect, I think he's done an admirable job trying to prepare guys for playing on the big club because the Barracuda are, um, you know, have played the style that has been complementary to whoever the head coach has been, whether it was, you know, Todd McClellan or Peter DeBoer, you know, and now, I mean, I don't know, I guess he's up with the Sharks now. Um, I mean, Nabokov, like... So far, I mean, you can't really like you look at Dell. I mean, and again, I and I answered this. I had a question like this on Twitter too. And and the thing is, goalies are weird, right? I mean, you know, is it Nabokov? It's probably a combination of a lot of things. Having a longer leash can, you know, do a lot for a guy's confidence if he knows that he's he, you know, he's not one mistake away from riding the pine for two months, like he was under Peter DeBoer. That probably helps. Is the work that Nabokov's doing with them helping? Yeah, it probably has something to do with that too. And hey, maybe he just got hot at the right time. Like goalies voodoo. No, um, no, I mean, and, and you know, having having a good you know year and a half, two year stretch in your career, you know that that has been known to happen with goalies. You know, I, I think the drop off is really hard with goalies as well. I mean, remember Tim Thomas's last year and and just how bad that was. Um, you know, and it's a precipitous fall. So, look. I I want to go back to the whole DW as, as general manager thing. I think having a fresh perspective and having the ability to, yes, you know, you need to pay homage to the to the um, you know the the organization's finest, but you also have to look at things with a critical eye, right? Are, are mm-hmm. the players, you know, doing well under under? you know, metrics, you know, that are, that are clearly based upon, you know, factual evidence here. Right. And not mm-hmm. just like, Oh, you know, I drafted these guys and, and so I want to see them succeed. And, and I, again, it's, it's just having that critical eye and, and making sure that you're not seeing diamonds that aren't there or vice versa, where you thought that this was a diamond, but really it's not, you know, it's a cubic yeah. zirconium. You know, they, they need to have a fine tooth comb and go through every portion of the organization. And I, and I really believe that that's what's needed now. It, it feels like um, the Giants, you know, the, the, the whole turmoil that the Giants have gone through where it just you had these superstar players. You had this coaching staff that had been working together for so long, had done so well. And then they just kind of hang on too long. They just hang on too long. And now it's. You know, they're going through a whole organizational shift. I I, I don't want to say that that's what we need right now. But you know what, guys? Like, th- this team is not giving me any other reason to believe that this is going to be fixed in the in the short term, medium term, or long term. No. Yeah. No, I, I, think there, I think there's a lot of fairness to that. I mean, you know, yeah, it's hard. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, God love, God bless Mark. Like, Mike Ricci for you know, for, for a lot of the guys that come in and just like swoop in and they just snatch up jobs or whatever, like I, I, Ricci, I, I give a little slack because he put the work in, like he didn't, he wasn't just like, he was here putting the work in before it was like, Oh, you're an alumni. Here's a fancy title. 
Yeah, no, I, and, and you're you're right. I mean, and Steve Richter bringing up the three three World Series later, insofar as the Giants. I don't want to go to that sport, but it is let's more like it, like an L.A. or Chicago, where they have one of those cups. And look at how they've had to rebuild their organizations after those cups, right? And L.A. still rebuilding, and Chicago has pieces, but they dealt with horrific cap crunches, and it's cost them uh, big players. You know, you talk about it. Well, uh, they're they're probably the only other team with as many long-term contracts for guys as old as the Sharks have. And, and they have three cups to say, well, we don't mind. You know, for sure. Uh, a couple comments from Bugner as we go down the chat. Again, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Hit that subscribe yes, button down you. below. Uh, Bob Bugner, we didn't give up a lot of defensively in the first, got into penalty trouble in the second, and aren't creating enough offense. Uh, when you're spending as much time in your own end, it's hard to generate offense. We've been horrible in the circle and we can't get chances. Yeah, guys, uh, you know, usually we don't talk about the, the face-off circle as much. But when you get owned in the face-off circle 62% to 38% tonight, definitely doesn't help things. Uh, and especially when you have a, a face-off guru that's on behind the bench for the Canucks and Manny Malhotra. You knew that was going to be coming. Well, here. not having let and let's not pretend here. Like let's remember, like Logan Couture is not here. Those faceoff numbers would be better with Logan Couture on the ice. Like that's not to say that you know. But again, like missing Couture is is rough, and obviously there is going to be an impact, and I don't think that impact should be understated. But it's still not an excuse for tonight. No, I think I think that that's very. Res- reflective of the give a damn meter as well you know i always thought that face-offs was a very important status so insofar as who's got the territorial advantage who is actually um, exerting kind of their style of play and momentum i mean god the first two periods they had no their their entire offensive attack was disjointed um, I was watching the Canadian feed because I don't know if anybody else, but the NBC feed sure sucked tonight with uh, stuttering and, and a oh, bunch of Oh, see, I was artifacts. wondering if it was my internet or if I, you know what I thought was my internet because of the snowstorm. No, no, it was it was just a really bad stream from NBC and, and you know, hell, even the broadcast isn't running on all cylinders right now. Um, but, but, you know, they like, again, like I'm saying, no cohesive attack, no real i mean i guess you could call it effort but i i mean they look sure look like they were faking it till they made it you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah um by the way birds 7f91 i forgot you thank you for your super chat donation and, and the yes. saying that it's time for jumbo and patty to hang it up and to blow it up was what you were saying earlier mls fan 20 nolan good to see you in here appreciate it uh, like he said, uh, get Jumbo traded to a contender. If Will they he go? To... He has the full no move. Will he go? Will Patty go? Um, uh, well, does... Patty, I mean, Patty doesn't have a say. If the, the Sharks could send him to the Barracuda tomorrow and he could do squat about it. Um, not that I'm advocating for sending Patrick Marlowe to the Barracuda. I'm just saying they could do it. Right. Um, I. It's interesting, right? Because for the money, I mean... You know, for all the talk about missing Joe Pavelski, I think him and Joe Patrick Marlowe have the same number of points for 10% of the contract. So go Marlowe. Um, I don't know. I like, I, I can't see how anyone on that team thinks that they're still in this at this point. But oh, at the I'm... same time, like, I, it's hard. I have a hard time 
like maybe maybe with the way things are going, like Thornton will be like, okay, yeah, we're out of here. Get me the hell out of here. But I I just don't think so. Like I think at his age or whatever, he doesn't want to be away from the family. I I he I mean he has control, right? And he could say no and just ride it out and ride into the sunset in the worst possible way, you know, in the worst way possible. Yeah. I you know at this point though, I I think you have to really consider. I wouldn't bench him, but. You know, it, it's clear that it's like, okay, this is this is the Joe Thornton goodbye show. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't know. I just I left me really, I that real really bothered me. A shot on um, Sutter, you yeah. know, at the end of the game, and it just it looked like a selfish play, and and you think, you know, maybe it's getting to a boiling point for him. Yeah. And but I hadn't seen him. I haven't seen him like that in in a while. You know, it it, it maybe since since the year, um, you know, the stadium series year fourteen. You know, it, it kind of was reminiscent of that where we really saw him just be fed up. They he looks fed up. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, uh, and going in the chat, look at. Uh, you know, what contender would want Jumbo? I mean, it, I'm sure somebody would do things because, let's be honest, NHL teams make stupid decisions for stupid reasons. There's somebody who's out there that thinks he's, you know, can probably, you know, help their power play and, and you know, give quality minutes in a bottom six role. I'm sure somebody will somebody would probably take him. Is, is he going to give you a decent return? No, but, I mean, you take anything at this point, don't you? Yeah. I yeah. Know. Yeah, you know, hell, if you want a nice little narrative, send them back to Boston. They're leading their division, you know, and, you know, he'd probably want to play some games with Chara and, you know, really try and, and, and do it. You know, Ray Bork this bitch, right? So, you know, hey, I, more power to him. If, if, if he can contribute somewhere else, that's good because they have a nucleus of players that can help him. Whereas this nucleus of players can't do that for him. I feel sorry for him. You know, this is not the way you you end your 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 career. That being said, if Vegas offered a trade for Joe Thornton and they have a plethora of picks, why not? Sure, I look at man. If you can get a fourth round pick for Joe Thornton, yippee ki yay! Like. It's fantastic at this point because I does it matter? I mean, no. Or, you know, I'm 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 sure at this point he I'm look with the performance that they put out tonight. I'm sure he's very frustrated, and I'm sure that Doug Wilson would probably want to do a solid for him. I'm I mean I I I think yeah I I just I think it's it's time, guys. I think it really is. Uh, Kopitar eleven. Thank you for your super chat donation. Yes, thank you. Uh, who will the, who will Ottawa pick with the Sharks tank pick? Uh, oh well, hey, our, our luck would be Alexis Lafreniere. No, oh, do you it. want me to do, do the thing? Do the thing? Do the thing? All right, all right. I gotta pull it up. What's the website right. again? I don't remember. Oh, Just boy. do the thing. Yeah, we did this the other time. Um, it was bad. It was bad. You, you tell me the number, and I'll tell you the player. Oh boy, but uh, <laughs> again, we want to thank uh, we want to thank each and every one of you for uh, uh, joining us here on Teal Town After Dark. We do this after every freaking post game. 
Um, yep, here we go. Tankathon. Um, yeah, and I'm trying, and I'm trying to make sure we get everybody else. If there's something in the chat, guys, make sure you um, reference it to me, and I'll try to uh, do my best. So, right now, uh, they are the sixth worthest team in the NHL, the San Jose Sharks. Sim lottery. Here we go. LA would pick number one. The Sharks pick would actually drop to seventh. Okay. Okay. That's, that's not oh, bad. Seventh is tricky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Uh, There'll still be a good player on the board at seven. That's for damn sure. I'll tell you that much. Yep. Uh, be a you, damn good player on the board at seven. And it's a deep draft, you said before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the impactful talent is, you know, like normal years, it's one, two, three. And then I'd say you have the, I'd say it's a good year for B level prospects, wouldn't you say, Ian? Like just like right underneath the. Yeah. The I mean, there's echelon. a lot of really good ones. Like it's going to be interesting because after the, um, my big curiosity is where's Quentin Byfield going to go? Because I think he right. should be a top three guy, but. Not a particularly good World Juniors, but you look at the size the kid has and the the skill the kid has. Like, but I, you know, a bad World Junior can sometimes really hurt your draft ranking. So I'm kind of curious to see where Quentin Byfield goes. That's my big what's going to happen. Well, James Abel saying, think about this: 50 games into the season, the Sharks are 20 plus points behind the top four teams in the NHL. Yikes! Yikes! Uh, definitely my thing. Just blame the broadcast. Oh, thanks, Angel. Appreciate it. I'm glad this is stretching out a little bit more. Just blame the broadcast on Puck Isaiah. Yes, it was running on my in- on my uh on my internet stream. Yeah, AJ saying Pabs doesn't have Burns in Dallas. Yeah, well, if they want him, you know. <sighs> Whatever I know, you're right. If 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 Joe Pavelski was still a San Jose Shark, he'd have a fucking fifty point season. Right. Tell me all about it, kids, on this fucking team. Yep. Uh, Jumbo Polini, fire Tim Burke. Even if we were to get a top pick, we've we've been we've been drafting Papaloon since the beginning. You're not wrong. Uh, their last, I mean, their last the draft this decade has been brutal for the Sharks. Brutal. You have, like, what, four players that have played NHL games on a consistent basis? Yeah, yeah and, and again, I also want to understand what goes into their processing on their free agent selection. Um, what also is their kind of metrics for drafting? Because the Sharks have always been able to find players lower on, so they're, they must be doing something right in that way. But I think that their evaluation on high-end talent is still a lot to be desired. I, I mean, it's kind of luck, though, right? I mean, when you're, like, oh, you know, it's stu- uh, Okay, just let me gather my thoughts and talk for a minute. Yeah, I mean, so so for me, I, the under the the main genesis of it is is to try and understand why they pick the players where they do, and then trying to understand, okay, maybe they need to change the metrics on which they draft, or maybe they need to, you know, look at some other kinds of quality stats to help them out. I'm I'm not sure where we're at insofar as 
um, using advanced stats and things. But you would figure that, hell, it's Silicon Valley. They should be freaking, you know, putting these guys' sensors on everything. And we should be leading the league in, like, technology-wise and and understanding advanced analytics and advanced stats. Um, Considering that the the owner of the team... (laughs) using the stats page on the NHL website? (laughs) Right, I know. Yeah. We're going to get hit hard on this one. Uh, uh, just for clarity, uh, Tim Burke doesn't run the scouting anymore. It's Doug Wilson Jr. Wilson Jr. Yeah. So, you know, another twist to the thing. If you were, are one of those guys that are asking for uh, for removal of uh, DW, what does that do with the scouting, the head of the scouting department here? Uh, Again, I think it's one of those seismic changes. I don't think it's easy. I think this is an operation where you're going to have to go into the soil and rip the rip the roots out. You know what I mean? There are some heavily rooted things in this organization, whether it be with the alumni, whether it be with um, how, <laughs> you know, how they hire um especially in the hockey ops side, I'm not talking about any other kinds of, of hirings, but in ho- hockey ops, like Brad Marchman, I think is a, is still a, an influential player in the Sharks organization. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to say it's nepotism at its finest, but I also think that there are some really heavy roots in the organization and it's sure, not so here I just easy. Threw a link in the, in the chat and just showing you the, which brings up the draft history. And if you look in the last, like say since 2013 and you look at the number of just blank spaces behind guys names like that's that is a big part of the problem yeah yeah i it, you know and, and and so it's this is not easy guys this is this is one of the most difficult seasons i uh, we've had to endure as a fan base in a long time I don't, yeah, and, like, I'm seeing, like, you know, hire a coach. Here's the problem, like, and I will not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you after all the kicking the shit out of Peter DeBoer I did that not, like, that Peter DeBoer is some sort of great coach or anything, but I don't think any coach, like, I don't know who you're going to bring in that's going to rectify the situation. This, this, This is rotten to the core. Yeah, I mean, it, the second coming of Scotty Bowman wouldn't save this team. You, you, I, I mentioned the Canucks. You can definitely go Leafs, and you know, honestly, you know, there will be pain, and we're going, we're experiencing pain right now. Now, granted, let's put it this way: it wasn't, it's not ninety two, ninety three pain where this team lost seventy one games, but how they look tonight, they looked like the team that played in ninety two, ninety three at the Cow Palace. That yeah, was but, not, that... not a pretty look right now. No, and and you go back to 92-93, I think it's equally as frustrating, but in a different way. And the the reason why is because this team had so much potential going into it, you know, and maybe that was a a total miscalculation on a fan base. I won't lie, look it. I mean, I would have, I sat here at the start of the season telling everyone that this was, that this was a top three team in the Pacific. Like, you know, like... It wasn't like I we came into the season expecting this to go wrong. Like everything, everything has gone wrong for this team. They haven't gotten one thing to break their way. Period. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, and that and that doesn't help anything. But I don't think even even with everything you know breaking the way it has, 
it was it was bound to happen. I mean, yeah. last year, Sharks outscored a lot of their problems. They can't do that this year. Right. Um, Just another Randy G. Okay, here's the reality. There is no magic reset button. As a fan base, no. we have to be prepared for a long playoff drought. And I'll put in that something this area hasn't seen since maybe the Seals in the 70s. And that's taken it a stretch. Nothing is going to make the Sharks lifting the cup next year. I mean, yeah, you have to realize that at this point, you have to start rebuilding well, well, let's not. Or were you rebuilding? Were you resetting? Were you retooling? Or I just don't know how you reset. Like, here's the problem, right? Like, and I know here, here's Ian gonna beat the hell out of Martin Jones, who didn't even play tonight. But you have Martin Jones signed for the next a billion years. That alone, like, not only do you not have you, you have to figure out what you're gonna do with Martin Jones. If you know, because Arundel. You probably can't come back with the exact same goaltending next year, regardless of how Aaron Duff plays for the rest of the season. Um, you have no, like, forward depth is clearly an issue. And buying out Martin Jones and then paying another goalie half of what Martin Jones makes for maybe, and maybe you get the same goaltending, who knows, but at least if it's cheaper, maybe you can stomach get better. That doesn't leave any money to replenish this forward core that doesn't have players that are showing signs of being ready to go like and look at and maybe now maybe now maybe again i'm being a little melodramatic here but it's not like guys haven't gotten a look maybe you can argue and say okay you know maybe they weren't put in the right positions whatever 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 fine you know i'll, I'll listen to those arguments but the fact remains that none of these guys are even showing hints of being ready for prime time is a season going to change that maybe but you're asking for, again, you know, things to break the right way. You're asking for, what, three or four of these guys that can't hold a lineup spot right now to be bona fide NHLers next season? And then maybe you add another player, like, with whatever cap space you find under the coach cushion if you don't buy out Martin Jones? Like, what do you, like, th that's the problem, right? Like, this team is in such a mess now. It's cap hell. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think last year I I kind of look at it as you're adding more like fancy bells and whistles to a house that's got, you know, a, just a rotten core, right? A rotten foundation. You know, they, they kept adding on to the house additions after additions after additions to try and, and see if they could just – you know, get this team over the top and, and get it to win again. You know, I hey, think guys, Oh, here's another thing too, guys, stop Seattle, Seattle, the Seattle expansion draft doesn't even happen until not this spring coming next, next spring. spring. Yeah. All this, you know, you're going to wait a, like that. You're going to have to wait a whole season before Seattle can solve any of your issues. And you know what? Here's the other thing again with that. And I know I've said this a lot, but Vegas didn't have to eat a bunch of bad contracts to get to the floor. They did it to pick up assets and pick up picks. They eat some bad, but they never had to do it to get to the floor. The Sharks don't have their, the Seattle, whatever McCallits don't have to eat our garbage Eric, in order to be good or Eric, in order to hit the floor. Eric, you got to read that last, uh, that last comment coming out of EK 65. That's a well, whopper. Yeah. First off, Raphael Snit, uh, thank you for your super thank chat. You. 
painful Thanks. season, but your show is solid as always. We appreciate it. I, I, I'm astonished that we've got, we stayed over 100 uh, people. So if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe <laughs> button. The, I, we're on the verge of 2,000 subs. We would love to hit it uh, by the end of this season, if not by the end of this month, <laughs> at the rate this is going. Uh, but yeah, this um, this quote from EK65 is very interesting. You're going to go through these spells as an organization. This is where you're going to find out who's going to be here long term and what we're going to have to do to move forward. Well, I can name six guys that are going to be here long terms, and I'm not sure <laughs> they're the right guys. So, and and mind you, the those six guys, we don't know if half of them should be moving forward, right? <laughs> Well, I said I I can name six guys that'll be here going forward, but I'm not saying all those six guys should be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, God, that Timo Meyer contract looks so bad. It oh, looks... Timo Meyer is not even one of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Timo it... is not even one of them. And honestly, like Timo Meyer is not having a good season. I still have faith that he can bounce back. He's yeah. not the guy I'm worried about. He's 20 fucking three years old. He's not even no. in his prime yet. Yeah, no, I know, I know who you're looking at. It starts with an eight and ends with an eight, and is a it rhymes with a, a um, you know, a Clark um, Boomar. You know, like I, I, I hear you, I hear you, and that's what happens when you, you know, pile up a a bunch of cash on a on a player who like Timo Meyer is the least of my worries right now. Like, no, don't get me wrong. It's if if he can't come around. I mean, we're going to look at their contract because that $10 million qualifying offer that's going to be at the end of Oof. it, yeah, I ooh, know. that's not going to look good. But, no. but you know what? Problems like that, I'm okay with. That is a 23-year-old problem. That is not a 32-year-old problem or a 34-year-old problem. And AJ also thinking what I was just about to say. Can't wait till Hurdle needs a raise. Hurdle's like, what, what? yeah, but, but Hurdle's not like, okay. Hurdle's not the problem. Like here, here's here's the problem. Like, and I and I wrote this in in my in my selling the sharks thing. And you can find that on Fieldtown USA. Moving someone like Tomas Hurdle at this point, that is a franchise altering mistake because there has been many points in the season where he's been the engine of this team. Moving Tomas Hurdle would be a franchise altering mistake. You if, unless you get absolute maximum return for him. Franchise altering mistake moving to Marshall. Yeah, unless you're unless you're trading for another center, um, you know I, I want no part of that one either. And and you know at this point the guys that I I look at that I wouldn't be you know sorry to see gone. I mean Marcus Sorensen. That this is a guy that has been given a lot of opportunity, a lot of rope in the organization. Not- AJ, I'm not even sorry. I just want to say AJ, I'm. I didn't even read who said it. I'm just responding. Right. Um, you know, I, I, another. Jeez, oh, I'm just looking at it. I mean, I, we've said it before, but Brent Burns or Mark Edward Vlasic, you know, it, it, one of those two, you can't have both of them. You know what I mean? You can't have both of them and have Eric Carlson's contract in the room. Again, that, that leaves us with more questions about who would take those contracts. Right. Um you know, and, and so just just looking at the way that it's kind of structured, uh, Joe Thornton, I, again, you know, it, just another body taking up a spot. I, you yeah. know, I, I, 
it, it's tough. It's it's really painful because these are human beings we're talking about, right? This is this sure. is you know their livelihood, and and these are players that we grew up rooting for, in some of them, and and others, you know that have become icons. And how do you? Like I said a million times, I, I'm sure Martin Jones is one hell of a swell human being. I just think he's a terrible fucking goaltender. Yeah, Burns is somebody saying Burns is playing with a separated shoulder. I mean, I don't. I, it looks like his shot hasn't looked right all year. You know what I mean? He is he is visibly uncomfortable out there, um, and and that was even before he had you know took off took himself off the ice. Remember for that little period in Dallas. Um, it would not surprise me if we come out to hear that he's got a right separated shoulder because that's where you drive a lot of your power from your wrist shots. And, and it's just not there. Um, you know, I think, I think Eric Carlson's groin is still hanging on by a thread to be quite See, honest I don't know. with you. I just think it's I, maybe I, you know, maybe I just, I, I think it's hard, right? Because like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Brent Burns is just 34 fucking years old. Could be, could be that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, cause look, it's easy to do, right? Like it's, it's, I, I find it's easy and I always, I always get really nervous about that is like, oh, well my favorite player player that I like isn't doing well. He must be hurt. Like, I don't know. Like it's something it, I mean, I think if I, you would think if he was playing with separate shoulder, it would have hurt something by now. Uh, I, I guess Kurz is now saying reporting today, uh, tonight, actually one of the reasons the sharks having trouble generating shots apparently brent burns has oh. been playing with a hurt, uh, hurt shoulder. shoulder found it after last game okay well, there, there you go well now we're actually hearing that okay fine i i, will I mean accept, remember, i will accept this line of questioning then um i mean <laughs> remember how bad don looked with that separated shoulder right i mean that sure oh yeah i mean look at separated shoulders are no joke i i'm not i'm not trying to i just I just don't want to be in a place like obviously, okay, now we're hearing like there's obviously there's potential injury there. Okay, fine. I just without there's there's been times during the season where it's like, oh, this guy's doing well. He must be hurt. Right. Or maybe he just sucks today. Like it happens. Yeah. No. And and, and even if you had a, a healthy Brent Burns, right, would that change a whole hell of a lot? I don't think so. I mean, you generate, you know, a lot more shots, maybe. Yeah five to seven shots, but that's still not enough, you know, extra coming out. I mean, there's just a ton of problems. Sure. There's there's just, uh, and every time they go to patch the the leak, you know, another leak pops out and then another one pops out. Well, that's the problem with this team all year. It's you fix one thing and you, you lose another, right? Something else starts to leak. That's kind of been the ammo for this team, the whole thing. Okay. So I apologize for Burns. Obviously we're hearing he's hurt fine he's hurt my bad that being said though you know the two of those goals uh, you know he he does the defensive starfish posture on there and it failed other time he was looking all around for a head on a swivel and, and missed the guy in front and he buries it in for another goal uh, not exactly the greatest defensive play, and yeah, we we did that with Eric Carlson too. We could totally mention that as well, you know. So this team, while they they spent a lot of their time in the defensive zone tonight, they're not exactly doing the best job in their defensive zone either, uh, for sure. Indeed. So and, and it, thank you very much for the super chat donation. By yeah. the way, sorry. Go ahead, Wendy. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I was just going to go in and respond to a couple people in the chat saying, you know, putting Burns on blast and, you know, now realizing he's got an injury. Again, okay, wait a second here. Wait a second. Burns plays a really physical thing. So so for me to sit here and say, well, you know, at 34, that's probably a concern with the style of game like he plays. Like, it's not like this is completely me just out of left field, just taking a run at a guy. Right. No, like, I, let's I, not let's not pretend like. Like 34, you know, the body doesn't with, with a style of hockey that Burns plays. Let's not pretend that age shouldn't be a concern at this point. And the fact that he signed until he's 39 shouldn't be a concern. Right. And, you know, I think it's interesting because we also have to understand that Burns is going to decline pretty rapidly. I think we're also going to have to be OK with the fact that he's might need to change position because he just his body just can't handle it anymore or they need to really reduce his ice time to like 15 minutes you know what i mean like they're not really giving they're not playing him with a lot of care <laughs> you know deploying him in the right spots at the right times you kind of have to have a rethink of what his you know how valuable he is to the team and and should he be that integrated into the offense you know, because if you're going to have busted shoulders or you're going to have, you know, just a precipitous decline, they, there should be people around you to help you out with that. And if he's playing hurt or if it's that vital that he plays with how bad the injury is, then he needs to say it, you know, step up and say it like, hey, look, I can't play this or I can't, you know, I'm going to be a detriment to the team. He has to understand that, too. So. You know, it's it's on everybody, right? It's I think it's on the, I it's on everybody involved. It's on both the the people making the decisions health wise, and it's also on the player to understand when he's good enough to contribute and when he's not. Because right now, I'd rather see you know an extra twenty minutes of Tim Heed drawing in on the line the lineup. But like, but like AJ just mentioned, Pugner's already said Burns is better playing more, with more minutes, and that's. Well, I mean, if he's hurt, though, I mean, maybe that changes things, right? Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm sorry if I, if I'm coming off as like attacking people, I'm not trying to attack people. I just feel like, I don't know. I, I I feel like at least if I'm going to take a run at a guy, I usually do a pretty good job backing it up. That's all. I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm getting a little defensive and I apologize. No, I, I, but I think it's, it's understandable. I think the frustration is definitely understandable because this team shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be having to have these podcasts be therapy for everybody. We should be enjoying this. We should be having fun. You know, the guys should be out there having fun and be, and be happy that, you know, they're they're getting paid a lot of money to play a, a you know, a good game. You know what I mean? But right now we're not even seeing that. We're we're seeing a team that is just self-loathing in, in a team that is just imploding upon itself. That's what we're watching. We're watching a team implode on itself right now. But, yeah. But you know what? The honest opinions here, I mean, there, there's, if there's more than anything that we, we do uh, when we do these shows, yeah, I think we've even said this is a, a event session or whatnot. <laughs> Uh, but it, it it's where we come together. Hash, hashtag teal together. You're, right. you're, you're welcome, Sharks organization. Uh, that uh, that we voice our opinions on on things. Yeah, 
We're yeah. not Doug Wilson. We're not Hasselpotner. We're not, you know, the front, the the front office. But we talk about the player performance. We talk about what happened in the game. By the way, if you just join us, the Sharks lost four to one. But that's what what it's like to to share our opinions. Whether it's Dylan will be gone after the break, right? Whether it's a super chat donation from Kopitar Eleven, which there's no way in heck that's going to happen. Trade maybe trade Lucic for Jones. Not going <laughs> to happen uh, unless you know Riddich comes comes the other way as well. But this is what we do, and we appreciate it. And to the 101 people in in here, thank you very much. I mean, we've yeah. I, I mean, I, this is probably the the longest we've gone with over over a hundred viewers watching us right now. So do me a favor. We're at 25 likes. Can we get can we can we get to 48 for Hurdle going going to the All Star game? Yeah, this can, is can, this is our pre All Star break uh, show, right? So, you know, can, can we have some? Can we have some, some? I don't know, silver linings? No, okay, not really. But I mean, geez, at least they got some smiles out of both of you. Geez. You know, no, you know what smile? What I'm getting smiled at are some of these usernames in here. We have satan fanatical teal bleeder and we've got proud heretic i mean like it's just like there's some fantastic names in here yeah i know and and i just feel like some of these just popped out of nowhere i love it no i mean i yeah look at it's when when the pod does good it's good yes because the sharks are selling good goods, like say that. <laughs> right. I mean, make us laugh somehow. Oh right. my goodness! And, and We're like at thirty-five uh, likes. And, and like, like a tiger says, thanks, guys. It's a bit of a therapeutic episode. Honestly, it, it is. I mean, let's be real here. When they start at four, ten, and one, we already knew that this season was going to be in trouble. <laughs> Buckle up, boys. We're in for a ride. <laughs> you know. I mean, thank. Thankfully, we aren't thinking eleven seventy-one and two. Dear God, I don't want to go through that again. Uh, but I, mean, you, you have to enjoy the ride, no matter yeah, how sure. bumpy it is, and how yeah, how we, loose we, the seatbelt is on, on 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 the Big Dipper. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean we we've gotten to that point where Eric is like, you know what, guys, we have to enjoy the process of this. <laughs> you know, we have to we have to enjoy we have to take the little things out of this if, season, now, like that be- Ferraro and Goodrow. <laughs> hey, Mario Ferraro. Look, I mean, honestly, Mario Ferraro. This probably him and Barkley Goodrow have been yeah probably the, the guys who have achieved the best this season. I, honestly and you know what's excellent about that and this is this is gonna be so like you guys are gonna be like wow Ian, you are completely just jaded at this point <laughs> but but here here's the positive thing about that barkley goodrow not in a contract year <laughs> he has a whole year to regress before you have to open the piggy bank and pay him too. pay him five uh, million per uh, but but uh, also like i was saying before where we're talking about the whole the whole cap situation Yes, when Seattle comes in, there should be a boost in the cap. When and jerk even a hockey jerk said, and hi hockey jerk. Uh, yes, you know when you get when the when the cap gets to a hundred million in about four or five years, these contracts won't be as okay, perfect though. You're, no, you're right. You're right, and there will be more room to do things and more room to do other things. The problem is though, is that if you need three years for the cap to come up. 
that's three more years on all those contracts. Those players are that much older. That's the core of your team. And so I'm not saying like by, you know, the, the, the concern that I would have is that if you need the three years for that money to come up, that's three years of all those contracts getting older. Brent Burns is now 37. Oh God, that's a horrible thought right, right there. Like, you know, Logan Couture is what? 34. 34. Mark Edward Classics, 36, 35. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm looking at the ages that, that, and I'm looking at the money spent at these ages and I'm just like, oh God, why did we right, sign that again? And that is the, and I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to bring everyone back down, but that's the concern. Yeah. No, 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 I, I totally agree with you. It's just, you know, we have to laugh at something at this right. point because this is just, this is just a precipitous, we're, we're looking right over the edge and we're like, oh boy, that's a really far bottom, bottom way to tumble. Right. And that's, and that's, then that's, that's, that's my concern, right? It's yes, eventually the cap's going to come up and that is going to relieve some things and that can, you know, a higher cap can help you mask some of your mistakes. The problem is, is that the core of your team, like this team went all in now because it was supposed to win now. It was supposed to win last year. It was supposed to win this year. And then all that, all the pain down the road, it'd be like Chicago. All the pain at the end would be worth it because you'd have this, the, the banners in the rafters. But, uh, you know, we're not even going to get a Western Conference regular season banner this year. <laughs> Oh, man. And Chris saying in the chat, you know, remember all the painful memories make that championship that much sweeter. Yes, it will. Absolutely. I just hope I want to see it happen. No, I mean, like, I I definitely teared up in 2010. If you're a San Francisco Giants fan, I think that that's special for you. Um, you know, and the 49ers, it'll it, it, it felt the Niners will be good, too, whenever that happens. I'm not saying that they'll beat green bay tomorrow but i oh, please. might be um, uh, uh, for the for the sake of for, for the sake of of the shark season please niners win tomorrow <laughs> yeah at least at least it's something right something that's happening in in bay area sports but anyhow um no <laughs> I, but but the, i saw somebody in here saying you know this is just the beginning and you know what the sad thing is it is it this be, is yeah. just the beginning of this it's 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 it looks bad, guys. It really I mean, does. Like, I, the problem is, is like, look at everything again. You know, I said this earlier, and I guess if you're looking for a silver lining, I did say this earlier. Everything is broken the wrong way for the Sharks this season. Maybe you get half the things going right, and maybe look at. I, I still think the Pacific Division is going to get incrementally better year over year, oh, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they weren't a complete tire fire this season, if you were, you know, if you, if you weren't, if you had a couple of things break your way, it's not like they, they couldn't be in it this year. If a few, if a few things, obviously look at goaltending would be a big must break the right way. And that's problematic, but it's not like everyone's running away with the Pacific. I mean, we just saw a team that, you know, is top, five in the league and almost every five on five metric fire their coach because they weren't performing up to snuff. Like it's a weird division. Oh it's no. I, I mean, it, it's some people will say 
It's uh, the most even division. Some people say it might be the most mediocre and they all suck together, which is kind of what I'm leaning towards right now. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, you just have to look at the, the other team that we were playing tonight in, in Vancouver. Elias Pedersen is going to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, Quinn Hughes is going to get better. better. That's that's scary. That's you look over at Colorado. Like, hi, Kale McCarr. You just got in, and you're almost you're knocking on the door for uh, Norris already. I mean, like, guys, this is scary. The amount of good young talent that surrounds the Sharks. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean. Connor McDavid. I mean, they can't suck forever, can they? But I mean, it is Edmonton, so they will find a way to ruin a wet dream. But you know, wow. Uh, you know, sorry, Edmontonians, but God, that's horrible. That's just not a run, not a good run e- franchise. E- e- so, you know, it's bad when when Jake Furtanen scores twice or scores two assists tonight. And the worst part, the worst part. And Ian, I, I'm sure you know this since you, you've, you're up in Canada. The worst part is is that Louis Erickson has been scratched. They've tried to find oh, ways to get rid of him. One of the worst him. contracts in the league. And guess what? Who scores the first goal tonight for Vancouver? Oh, I, 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 I think my tweet read exactly. Louis Erickson just scored, just canceled the season now. I mean, come on. I, I think that was my response. I, I, I think that, you know. There, there's there's that but you know you, you talk about the cap going up and the one of the ways that the cap goes up is with revenue and my goodness if if aj's post on tealtownusa.com yes ding ding shame oh, uh yes. is true man we'll be all shilling out hundreds of dollars for new jerseys preferably oh yeah and and uh, when they start retiring numbers because that's the only way they get people in the building yeah there's gonna be cool stuff next year yeah, but it, it's gonna it's gonna be window dressing on a dog turd, right? Yeah. I mean, most you know, likely, you know. And and I hate to say that, but yeah, at this point, you've got selling hope to the franchise, and the hope is that we're we're getting original logo stuff next year. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Uh, you know the uh, oh, Burge Seven F ninety one. You're tempting me. You're 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 baiting me into trying to do something, aren't you? That's the uh, I know what we need. We need a new logo and jersey design. Yep. I and that's probably coming down the road too. I wouldn't be surprised, but you know. Yeah, Sharkachu <sighs> Shark Sharkachu could could use a, a nice fresh coat of paint. Uh, yes. All right. Now, yeah, I, uh, I want to agree with Chris something here too, just quickly, quickly mm-hmm. with Chris here and the thing, just about um, Hassel Plotner being an absentee owner. Like some, co- you just there's there's times where you got to be very very careful what you wish for when it comes to ownership because when your ownership gets too involved sometimes um sometimes you draft Neil Yakupov instead of Ryan Suter I think that was the same draft Ryan Suter I I think might be a little bit different player but whatever like they 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 took they took Yakupov because their owner said take Yakupov instead of the defenseman that they should have taken instead yeah, no, and and I agree, and and I hope though because Hassel Plotner. What scares me about Hassel Plotner is, is is that he doesn't have any local ties, right? He doesn't have a lot uh, to 
you know, I, how much Bay Area loyalty does he have? That's what scares me, right? I don't know. I, again, like it, it's you got to be very careful because otherwise you end up in a situation though because you you want the right level of ownership involvement, right? Because you don't want a situation like the Flyers where they're just like, oh, well, we're done waiting because you know we're firing everyone because we didn't take enough penalty minutes and but- we're not playing like flyers should play because we're the flyers and we're supposed to take a you know we're supposed to beat people up in 2019 yeah like kopitaria right you don't want an owner to being jerry jones right you don't yeah exactly you you want the you want the perfect there's a perfect level of meddling it's a very fine line very very fine line you know i i you know who's doing it well though and and i like the the style that kind of it's kind of a hybrid style is um carolina's owner Right where he has like a really good idea of where he wants to see the money being put in. So far as the analytics, you know, he's involved in the off ice stuff, and you know, really breaking down old traditions and things like that. I, I like to see that, um, and it seems like the front office has fairly good autonomy. I think he's got the last say in a lot of deals, but you know, at least that he's their their staff has a lot of freedom to go out and make moves. So I, I like seeing that kind of involvement of an owner, but this, you know, Hasso just kind of being there and just showing, you know, paying the checks and paying the checks. I'm afraid that one day he's going to wake up, he's paying this check and he's like, what the hell am I paying for? Right. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. that's, that's the scary part to me is because it's just like, okay, then, you know, where is your level of dedication to the team? I know that he has really big ties to, um, Loved Russian hockey, watching a lot of Russian hockey, like the um, Russian Five on Detroit. I know that mm-hmm. he you know, is a really big hockey nut, so that's why I'm hoping he stays invested. But like AJ was saying a little bit more, you know, have him speak maybe just once a season. You know, kind of get a sure. barometer of, sure. of where uh, he's again, at. Like it's just – it's a balance, right? It's a, it's, it's a fine balance. And because you want to obviously like – again, you just – you don't want someone who's so, so in charge that they're – you don't want your owner making hockey decisions. You want to, you want, or ideally your owner trusts his hockey people to make hockey decisions. Right. Right. You don't want a Francesco Aquilini, but you don't want Correct. it to be so diplomatic that it's Toronto, right. Where you have to ask a board to make a move. Right. So uh, yeah. Where is the balance in that? And and then the other extreme is a, is a Boston, right. Jerry Jacobs and just how, you know, insane he is with with that team. You know, where he's kind of like Darth Sidious. You know, you know what I mean. Um, so. You know, pulling puppet master, right? Is sure. where I'm getting at. So, yeah, yeah it's yet yeah, you want you want to see some and you want to see some involvement though. Yeah, for sure. We we like to tell our affiliates that we are running long. Uh, so if you are waiting for the reach around, it will be coming eventually. <laughs> um, you know, it, everyone it's... did better than we did. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Except for, except for Dallas. I, I... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, you know what? At this point, uh, might as well get it out of the way. I have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. And at this point, it's wraparound. Uh, no, it, it's it's just funny because we were already to the reach around and you're just like, oh, 
I gotta go do another reach around. You know, it's not even like a funny gag anymore. No, no. But you know what? You know what? Before we even, <laughs> word. Hey, uh, I'll I'll at least get to uh, you know the other San Jose team tonight. Ooh, Barracuda. All because they played tonight. They lost four to three in overtime. Everything uh, sucks to the yeah, Iowa Wild. <laughs> I, I, you know what? We should just, we should even, we should even just uh, delete the title out of this video and just put the depressing edition. No, <laughs> everything sucks. Yeah, but, everything sucks across the bottom title. <laughs> but kudos to Jake Milton getting his first goal of the season to tie it, uh, tie the game up. With eight, uh, with a minute thirty-five left, short-handed, only for Iowa to win it in with a minute left into overtime. So at least the uh, uh, they get a point out of that. Uh, at least they they're learning their their level of sharks uh, organizational mediocrity, right? Um, <laughs> Damn, we've got we've got some questions coming in from the chat asking where's some swag, puck guy. <sighs> Uh, we'll work on the lapel pins, uh, jerk. We'll work on that. Trying to work on some ideas for some more shirts. At this point, I don't think we need to jump over the... suck shirts. Uh, oh, yeah, we have to have or 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 dog turd with a bow tie. That one was pretty funny that Chris was mentioning in the chat. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, it should be a dog turd with a teal bow tie, you know, or the emoji, the emoji turd with a teal bow tie. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll also see uh, Alex Ovechkin passing two guys tonight uh, on the all time scoring list. He got another hat trick in a 6-4 victory over the Islanders. Uh, the he avalanche scores hat tricks in bunches. That guy, like, he'll just like go like three games, score hat tricks. Like, I don't even know. Seriously, that uh, doesn't suck. <laughs> the avalanche win five to three over the Blues. Kale McCarr with his eleventh of the season. McKinnon twenty eighth. Uh, the Oilers beat the Desert Dogs seven to three. Uh, Everything gee, sucks. Uh, you know, McDavid two goals in that one. Damn it, Dreisaitl, you didn't do anything for me in fantasy. Uh, Senators beat the Flames 5-2. Former Shark Chris Tierney with his eighth of the season in there. Uh, You guys and Chimp Versatile, you suck. Uh, You know know who won the chat, though? Fanatical Teal Bleeder. You you, you got this one. Stools and nooses. Oh, my God. No, we're not going to do that one. Chicago 6-2 to two over the Toronto Maple Leafs. William Nylander gets his 22nd. Gee, I wonder who Jesse Blake is going to pick for his crown on the Steve Angle podcast tomorrow. Uh, Jonathan Taves, two goals, two assists in that victory. The Vegas Golden Knights lose in a shootout to the Montreal Canadiens 5-4. to four. In this one, Ilya... Where's Col- your Peter DeBoer now? <laughs> That's right, 1-0-1. Take that! Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and, and that, that, and then AJ with the chimp versatile. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's so funny. Um, 
Rafi. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Where were we on how bad, how much more of a hole we're getting dug deep? Uh, Raphael Snit, why does everyone turn good after they eat the sharks? That is called post-teal syndrome, by the way. Um, oh, Jerry F, come on. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Screaming shark into vomiting come shark. On. I like that. Ilya Kovalchuk <laughs> like with, that his, with his seventh of the season. Boy, uh, way to go, LA. Way to screw that pooch. Uh, Flurry with the loss in that one. Uh, Riley Smith, his 20th of the season. Jeez. Uh, Riley Smith with 20 goals. And I don't think anybody with the Sharks has 20 yet. Panthers beat up on the Red Wings 4-1. to one. Yeah, okay. Uh, Flyers beat the Kings 4-1 to one with the same score. Dustin Brown, the, the near, uh, you know, with the only goal for L.A. The Devils get shut out by the Blue Jackets 5 nothing. Elvis versus uh starting to become a... Uh, Starting to become a thing, guys. Uh, came at- Where's your Sergei Bobrovsky now? He's off the force, Bobrovsky. Yeah, I know. Take that, Jayon, right? Uh, came now at- we got some blue smith shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Came Atkinson with two goals in that one. Uh, in the battle of the Navy and yellow teams, Predators 2-1 over the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Johansson gets his uh, goal there. Uh, wild. Shut out the Stars seven to nothing. Uh, the big one here, questionable hit by Corey Perry. Gee, what a shock there! As he, his knee makes contact with former Shark Alex Stalock. Uh, did you guys see it, and what did you think of it? At this point, it's 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 a joke that that they even let him play. I mean, the guy is just—you could see—he's washed up, and he's just trying to shit stir any way that he can. It's funny because for how. This should be like another like multi-game suspension because he just got back from one. But outside of the game itself, they really don't protect goalies very well. So I would not be shocked if he somehow escapes this. Yeah, I mean, Alex Stalock went like full ape shit afterwards. Well, I, don't I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Yeah, I mean, he told... He- tore off his helmet and he went straight for Corey Perry. And you know what? Good on him because he's had some rough injury history with concussions. And, you know, this is a guy that drives his knee into his helmet. It's, it's just ridiculous. You know, the, the level like of, it. yeah, I don't like it either. And in the level of, of respect that Perry shows, shows that he shouldn't be allowed to play the game anymore. You know, I know. So it's funny though. I read something today, like, or I was thinking like, um, Someone's like, oh, like he should just like go play men's league or something. Like, no, man. Like, if you get hurt like that in a men's league game, like you're screwed. No one's paying you to not like. You don't want to get hurt like that in a men's league game. <laughs> I gotta work the next morning. Yeah, I mean, talk talk about a guy that that. Uh, let's just let's just hope that the karmic retribution in the world is swift. You know what I mean? Swift and just. So that's all I gotta say about that. As long as the justice, that swift justice doesn't include Taylor, will be okay. Uh, the Sharks currently sit at 46 points. They are now 11 points behind uh, Arizona for that second wild card spot. Uh, Playoffs. They are. There are four teams in the Pacific that are at 57 points, with Vancouver leading the division at 58. So just to put perspective, where the Sharks are at at this time, as their record is currently at. 
21, 25, and 4 with 32 games to go. Uh, it, was, it likely means like 25 wins would maybe, you know, pull a, pull a miracle rabbit out of your you-know-what to uh, maybe make it. They can, they can, by my math, they can lose six more games before they, they're, they should be mathematically screwed. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right, um, Ian. I think that that's kind of what it is. And then, and look at the standings right now. Make me depressed, not for the reasons that you guys think, but the further down we go, the further <laughs> that we won't, you know, that that that's just a higher draft pick that goes over to Ottawa at this point. <laughs> we are Ottawa. What Ottawa was to Colorado last year? Yeah. Yeah, exactly the same position. Hey, we need four more likes to be at Hurdle. Come on, people. Yeah, we're at Vlasic right now. No one wants to be Vlasic right now. Damn. Okay, maybe they want to be Vlasic. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just taking shots for the sake of taking shots now. Yeah, I like Raphael Snit. 84 watching and just 45 lights. Let's hit 50. Yeah, that's, you know. So come on. They come back from the break and they play Vancouver. Well, they also play Anaheim. Uh, but yeah. we just need two more likes, people. Come on, people. Here, here, here go. they're gonna play Anaheim. Yeah! Oh, we got them! Hey, uh, we did it! All right, you, you guys are awesome. All right, um, they're gonna play Anaheim next. Like this team can't manufacture offense. Like I'm supposed to feel good. They're gonna play John Gibson. Well, maybe they'll play their backup. They'll no, they'll play John Gibson. Hopefully, he'll play the John Gibson that showed up for the All Star. Oh, who the hell put those thumbs down? Oh, that hurts my heart. Wow. Oh, 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 it went away. It went away. I just saw it go away. That's okay. better. Okay, thank <sighs> you. No, I, I hope that John Gibson from the NHL All-Star Game shows up. Man, you talk about All-Star Games that were just so disappointing. That's just... Like, I would take oh, a time man. off, too. I mean, he was like... He, he was like Aaron Dell in the first two periods. Like, for a whole half the season, getting into the All-Star Game. Yeah. I would, but by the time I get the Ulster game, I'm supposed to relax. I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm letting all the goals. Hell with it. Uh, just another Randy G. You're, you're thinking what I'm thinking. Did I not call it near the start of the season? The Sharks are the new war team. Oh, I don't know if they're that bad yet. Yeah, I guess uh, the owner that actually talked for that to happen. Right? I, I, there, there's, there's still enough there on the carcass, you know. <laughs> There's still enough meat to still be picked off those bones, so I wouldn't go that far. But you know, call me in a couple seasons, then then we'll kind of see where like, we're at. Like Ottawa's, well, like their roster when that was said, like it was it was a team. It played in the NHL somehow. Right. This is before they knew what they got in Brady Kachuk and what sure. you know they're getting on the back end and stuff with Shabbat. So I mean, I don't. I, I personally don't think the the. Ottawa Senators are going to be rebuilding for that much longer. Maybe maybe another two or three seasons before they... It depends because you have a stupid owner there that's going to like... You're doing... like here, Here's the problem, right? They're in this perpetual thing where, you know, the owner doesn't want to pay anybody. So, like, you know, now you're talk, probably talking about trading Pajot. Like, at some point, you have to stop moving guys out and keep guys and build around guys. Like, that's the, you know... Like, at some point, you have to stop selling guys off at this point i think if you're an oil or, or a, excuse me a senator and you're you're looking at you know am i going to be here or not because of my own or crazy owner you're thinking thank god the nhl hasn't has a cap ceiling right or a cap floor right <laughs> seriously 
mean, Ryan McDonough doing something else. So with that, I think we need to wrap this up and get out of here. In case you missed anything and you want to watch this again, check this out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, you name it, you love it. It's always available at tealtownusa.com. Of course, you can also hit us up on the Discord where we'll be half awake and uh, on our Discord chat in just a few minutes. So with that, let's close it up. Appreciate all the viewers. Immensely appreciate it all. We might have sure. we might have to do something to during the during the week for something. I might have to drag these guys to I don't know Sharks Jeopardy or or some other things we had we've had in the bucket that we haven't been able to touch yet but we might have to do that and torture them just a, just a little bit so with that we'll let this uh go um eric landy mr guy who spells his name the right way your final thoughts on where the people can find you i'm just a guy you know with a with a good name and uh Damn you right. know, going, <laughs> going forward i still want to be a part of this organization and uh you know, we'll see after the season ends who will still be here and still who won't. I think that's kind of how his press conference went, right? Um, those are kind of my final thoughts. If you, if you guys want to catch me on the social media, it's uh, Eric Landy, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-D-I, spelled the right way, spelled the Italian way. And, uh, yeah, find me on all the social media garbage. And, Ian, appreciate you coming on as well. You've always been uh... – telling it like it is and i think you you got some love and apparently you're you're a father to randy g now so congratulations I, on I, that i i take care of all my kids equally um ian blogs hockey on the sword machine again if you want to go back uh and read my little article on selling the sharks um it's a four-part series on teal town usa go give it a look um and uh yell at me on the twitter machine and you can also find uh, me at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. It's like, look, we got you got to be with the team with the highs. You got to be with the team with the lows. You know, no jumping ship. You know, I don't, I yep. don't need any of you to become Golden Knights fans like some people. Okay, 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 yeah, but let's oh. let's not. Okay, here's here's the thing though. Here's another thing though. Like, just be nice to each other. There's so much stupid stuff on Twitter now about like, oh. You're mad at the team. You're saying bad things about the team. Oh, you're not a fan anymore. If you were a fan, you'd be saying everything's awesome. Like, stop. Just don't keep keep fandom. There's no, you're no better of a fan than anyone else because you're dumb enough to think this is great. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I mean you're telling it like it is. <laughs> boy. Oh boy. Uh, John, John, with the, the super chat donation. Happy Saturday thank to you. you. Uh, appreciate it as always. After Dark's on on a break, we will bring bringing you more content a little bit, uh, including technologists, maybe a little something something. We'll know, uh, but uh, I'll definitely be gifting the All Star skills and and game and who knows on that after that. So appreciate it immensely. The conversation continues now on Discord. Uh, for you but after that hit that subscribe button follow us on our social media we appreciate each and every one of you so until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great break everyone we will see you on the 27th